The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Wednesday, August 14th edition. We have a nine-game early and a six-game main slate on tap for you. are going to break it all down. Uh, before we do so, go check out thequantedge.com. we got preseason week two in the NFL coming up, and the guys got you covered over at thequantedge.com. Get the NFL season pass for $149.99. Use promo code Bubba and get to the rest of the se- uh, MLB season for free. So go check it out. TheQuantEdge.com. All right, we got totals on this early slate. At the very end of the podcast, I'll hit the BVP for everything. But uh, we'll do the early slate first. Rangers, Blue Jays, 10.5. Orioles, Yankees, 11. Red Sox, Indians, waiting on that one. Astros, White Sox, 10.5. Twins, Brewers, 9.5. D-backs, Rockies, 12.5. Rays, Padres, waiting on that one. A's, Giants, 8.5. Reds, Nats, 9. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5... Six of the seven totals we have are nine or higher. Yep, lots of offense. Uh, the weather on this early slate, Baltimore, New York, about 30% chances of rain, so keep an eye on that one. Boston, Cleveland, wind blowing in from center field about nine miles an hour. And then Houston and the White Sox, it gets uh, wet later in the game. It starts out okay, then gets wet. Hopefully it misses the game and comes in late, but keep an eye on all of that. Let's get into the pitching on this early slate. There's three guys over 10K. There's two I'm looking at, and they face each other. Steven Strasburg and Trevor Bauer. Both phenomenal plays in tonight's matchup, or today's matchup. Uh, Strasburg's been great at home this year. 3-4-70 RA, averaging 22 DK points per start. At 18, his last time out, struggled against Arizona, but his last home starts, 33 against the Dodgers, 30 against Colorado, um, 45 against Miami, and then 17 against Atlanta. That's his last four home starts. He's going to get a Cincinnati team. He can definitely pick on in his matchup. Uh, since I strikes out over 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching, uh, they have a 4.1 team total. Lefty's 270, righty's 256. So Strasburg in a great spot tonight. And Trevor Bauer, very sneaky nice in his one start so far with the Reds. He threw seven innings, 111 Ks against the Cubs for 36 DraftKings points. We know Bauer's been very, very up and down this season. But when you look at Bauer in this matchup with the Nationals, uh, as a national team, it strikes out over 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. A team with a 
Team total of 4.9. Lefties, 340. Righties, 285 versus Bauer. I think Strasburg's the chalkier of the two play. If you want the comfort, you go to Strasburg. If you want to get risky, you go to Trevor Bauer. It's that simple for me on this slate. Bauer's got the same upside as Strasburg. Tougher matchup, but uh, same upside as Strasburg. So if you want to be contrarian, you go that direction. Or you just say, screw that game, and you go straight to Wade Miley. But watch the weather. That's the key. Watch the weather here. But Miley, 9400 bucks. He's been better at home than on the road this year, but it hasn't mattered lately. 18.5 at Baltimore, 21 against Seattle, 22.5 at St. Louis, 22 against Oakland, 17 at the Angels, 16 at Texas, 24 at Colorado. Wade Miley's been very, very productive of late. Now he gets a White Sox team that strikes out almost 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. He's got a 53% ground ball rate of his own. The White Sox have a team total just below the Reds at 4.1. Uh, lefties 278, righties 275. The White Sox have a 331 Woba. That's good versus lefties, but a 159 ISO versus lefties, which is average at best. So Wade Miley at 34 might be the popular play up top. I like it quite a bit. If you don't go Strasburg or Bauer, I go Wade Miley. So I got I got Strasburg one, I got Miley two, I got Bauer three. Miley might be the best bang for your buck. So keep that in mind. And then if you're punting, like this whole mid pack, I, I don't really want anything to do with Strong Reed Foley. He's got strikeout upside. If you need to go there, sure. Kobe Allard's interesting. I just like those Toronto bats quite a bit. Uh, Robbie Ray and Coors, no. Gio Gonzalez, never. Dylan Bunning against the Yankees, I'll pass. But Cal Quantrill at 7300 bucks. I'm a Quantrill guy. If you've listened to this show long enough, we've been on him from the get-go. And of late, it's paid off 27 in his last start, 10 prior to that, but then 18, 28, 17. Uh, he's been outstanding since getting that everyday role. He's gone at least five innings in five straight starts. He has five or more Ks in three of his last four. He's been very, very good. Now he's got a home matchup on a getaway day against the Tampa Bay Rays, something I like to target here. Uh, no DH. You got a 22% K rate for the Rays versus right-handed pitching. Quantrill's Ks have been coming up. He's up to 20% now with a 45.5% ground ball rate. And you got a Tampa Bay team. Um, are we waiting on, yeah, we're waiting on their team total. But lefties 360, righties only 242 versus Quantrill. Yes, they have some lefties. You got Austin Meadows. You got Kevin Kiermeyer and company. Uh, but there's a lot of right-handed bats in that lineup. A lot. So Cal Quantrill at 73 is an angle I like to go to quite a bit. I think Quantrill and Miley will be a favorite of mine. Or if you want to get really risky. Because after Quantrill, I don't like much at all. Hap, nothing. Uh, Jalen Beeks is not bad at 67. He's the long man, so you have to make sure he gets his innings. Beeks isn't bad at 67. But the only other guy I'm looking at here, it's all park dependent. We've played him when he's been home in Oakland. We have not played him on the road. And it's shown he's got minus 8 at the Cubs, 15 at home against Milwaukee, 22 at home against Texas, minus 17 at Houston, 21 at home against Seattle. His name is Homer Bailey at 6800 bucks at the San Francisco Giants. Super risky. But the upside's there in a matchup in hitter friend, or pitcher-friendly uh, AT&T Park. Bailey's not good, we know this, but the Giants strike out 22.5% of the timers. Righties, Bailey 20% K rate, 45% ground ball rate are all very, very nice. And the Giants only have a 4.2 team total. Lefties 307, righties 375 versus Bailey. So it's risky, but at 6800 bucks does have some upside in that matchup. So I got Quantrill 1, Bailey 2 down below. So recapping your pitching real quick on this early nine-game slate. Up top, Strasburg, Miley, Bauer. I do like Miley a lot today. Just watch the weather there. And then Quantrill, Bailey down below. Let's go through your bats real quick on this nine-gamer Catcher's position, you got Carson Kelly and Coors versus Freeland at 52 for paying up. He's good, so is Mitch Garver at 51 versus Gio. Both really nice pay-up spots 
if you're going that way. Gary Sanchez for uh, 4K, it's always boom or bust. It's like three strikeouts or maybe double dong. He's facing Dylan Bundy, so the double dong's on the table at 4,000. You get some savings finally for El Gary. So I don't hate that at all. Um, Francisco Mejia at 38 at GPP relevant play. If you're not using Homer Bailey, Steven Vogt at 37. Usually hits around the middle of the order for the Gigantes. Uh, not a bad, cheaper option for you at the catcher's position. Uh, if you're not using Wade Miley, a guy like James McCann at 35 or a super cheap Beef Wellington is in play for you as well. Other than that, Danny Jansen at 32 against Allard's very, very much in play. Allard's got some good velocity, nice strikeouts in his first start. Um, his, his appearances in the bigs last year weren't so great. Uh, lefty, if he's hanging stuff, the Jays could have some fun. You look at a guy like Danny Jansen at 32, he could he could run into a few. Toronto's got a 5.45 team total against Allard, so keep that in mind when you're looking at the Jays. First base position, you got Christian Walker and Coors versus Freeland's outstanding. We know we want to target Freeland early and often in Coors Field. Uh, you got Gurry Elvers, Detweiler. Houston will be a very nice play. Detweiler's not good at all. Like on the early slate, you got the Yankees at 6.6, the Arizona at 6.5, and then Houston there at 6.4, Colorado at 6. We have four teams with totals over 6. Houston comes in at third right now against Ross Detweiler, and for very good reasons. Lefty's 405, righty's 379 on the season. So Gurriel at 5K, it's expensive. I'd almost want Christian Walker instead if I'm going all the way up, but it is an option for you. I think a nice contrarian play would be Baltimore and Trey Mancini, first, built, first base outfit eligible. Put up a goose egg last night, but in 16, 18, 17 in his previous three, J.A. Happ just gets destroyed by right-handed, right-handed hitting. Um, we look at Baltimore, uh, 4.4 team total. Lefty's 295, righty's 348. So a guy like Trey Boo Boo, very much alive in this one. Sliding on down, Danny Santana, you're getting a bit of a discount versus Sean Reed Foley. He's gotten quiet, 10-3-0, He's had a, a quiet uh, a week or so for Danny Santana after that torrid run he was on. But Texas team total 5.05. Lefty's 309, righty's 315. Santana at 44 could be a nice play for you today. Uh, going on down, you could look at like a Matt Olson at 41 versus Beatty if you want to. The ball is a little more lively in San Francisco. It's going to be warmer today than normal here in the uh, in California. So keep an eye on that one. Olson at 41 in a GPP. You can go that direction. Jose Abreu at 39 if you're fading Miley is a value in that matchup. And then like Renato Nunez, first base, third base for Baltimore, 3800 bucks Went deep last night for 14 points. Another guy similar to Danny Santana. It's been kind of a quiet week or so. For Nunez, but his power versus lefties is legit. So 3,800. If you want to get contrarian, you can go there. CJ Cron crushes left handed pitching. He's been in a slump of late as well. He's only 3,800 over his big Gio Gonzalez, a guy that we love to target. Um, Minnesota got 4.7 total. Lefties 276, righties 360. So if you're looking for some value, maybe you want to pit for Miley and one of the guys in the Reds Washington game. A guy like CJ Cron at 3,800 bucks opens up a lot for you in that matchup. If G-Man Choi's in the lineup and you're not using Quantrill at 37, you could look that direction. Um, other than that, Joey Votto's 35. It is versus Strasburg. Those who keep that in mind. Brandon Belt's only 34 versus Homer Bailey. That could be a value for you as well. Second base, you got Eduardo Escobar switch hitting versus Kyle Freeland and Cattell Marte. Both great plays in that matchup. But again, if you want to go just a little cheaper than Coors, Jose Altuve at 52 versus Detweiler is outstanding. Altuve's averaging over 15 points in his last 10 games. 19, 9, 30, 15, 18 in his last five. He's crushing it. Great play at 5,200 versus Ross Detweiler. 
Uh, DJ LeMahieu at number 19 last night. He's in play at 49. I tried to get to Altuve at 52 if I could. Uh, or slide down to VR at 48. Switch hit versus Hap. Get on, steal some bags. Um, Glaber Torres at 48 is a great play. Seven points last night. He didn't go deep against the Orioles. That means he's probably hitting three today. So Glaber at 48 versus Dylan Bundy and company. Very good look there at 4,800. A few others to take a peek at. Um, you slide on down. Like Gavin Bijou at 39 versus Allard. Bijou actually hits lefties very well, so don't shy away from that. Uh, you got Mike Moustak is getting the, 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 the price down. He's been quiet, only six, averaging six points his last 10. Only one homer over his last 10 games. Super quiet. Bit of a funk. Facing Kyle Gibson, who is good and bad at times. Uh, Milwaukee's got a 4.85 team total. Lefty's 332. Righty's 316. Moustakis at 39 does bring some GPP value to it. Um, a lot of these guys that like I mentioned are slumping, so that's why their price is down. But at the same time, that's when you can pounce and, and get some savings and get that, that GPP upside in these matchups. Uh, Hanser Alberto of the Baltimore Orioles, second base, third base at 3,800. Averaging 8.5 points his last 10. 5.33 and 10 in his last three. Hits lefties extremely, extremely well. 3,800 bucks, second base, third base eligible against J.A. Happ. That's a good value for you in that one. Rooting in a door and only 36 for Sean Reed Foley is an outstanding price tag. This is interesting tonight because we are today. There's a ton of value on this slate, so you can get some pitching if you need to, or you just go YOLO and get all the bats. It, it's up to you. If uh, Josh Rojas cracks the lineup for the D-backs, a little bit of power, tons of speed in the minors, got the call up. He's second base shortstop eligible on DraftKings, and he's only 3,600. It will be a lefty-lefty matchup, but Kyle Freeland doesn't scare me, especially getting a piece of Coors at 36. So keep an eye on Josh Rojas if he cracks the lineup for the D-backs. Uh, third base, you got Eduardo Escobar at 55, Bregman at 54, both great plays. But Gio Urshela put up another double-digit night last night, another 15 points. He's averaging 18.5 over his last 10. He has five straight games of double digits. He has eight of his last 10 of double-digit games. He's 5100 bucks. He's hit over 500 in the last, like, 17 days. The dude is unconscious. So Gio Urshela at 51 is a great play versus Dylan Bunny. Just ride that wave. Yeah, Gurriel, you got LeMahieu. Switch hit and Jose Ramirez, very sneaky against Brian Johnson. Ramirez, 4900 today, averaging 12 points over his last 10. When you look at the Tribe today, they have a – or wait for it. Um, we're waiting for the numbers there because they made a switch overnight. But um, good spot there versus Brian Johnson. Uh, righties can spank Brian Johnson a ton. Switch hit and Jose Ramirez at 49. Very solid look for you there. You got Arenado and Coors versus Robbie Ray at 47 in the GPP. But like Miguel Sano versus Gio Gonzalez at 45. That's got some big-time power upside there. Vladito at only 4K versus Colby Allard. That really has my attention um, a lot. Only five points last night. 5, 18, 0, 17 in his last four. Always has that GPP upside at only $4,000. Um, the Jays have a team total of 5.45. They're the fifth highest on the slate. I'm uh, they're, they're slowly climbing up my rankings as they're discounted in a matchup against a rookie that I think they can take advantage of. And then you get that uh, Texas bullpen afterwards. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this situation in a big, big way. A few others to take a peek at today. You got the likes of maybe a Matty Chapman, maybe a, a, a Moustakis again, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, you got uh, Hanser Alberto, Renato Nunez, both cheap uh, in their matchups versus J.A. Happ. So uh, Brandon Drury and only 34 versus Allard. Drury's been swinging a pretty decent stick, averaging almost 9 in his last 10. Put up a 0 yesterday within 25 uh, the day before. He had a 26 a few days before that. GPP only, but 3,400 if you're looking for some salary relief. 
with Brandon Drury. Shortstop position, you got Trevor Story at 55, Bregman again, a good play. But like Carlos Correa at 52 and Francisco Lindor at 5K are both outstanding plays. So is Boba Shed at 49. So that little three pack right there is where I'd be building around, hopefully a part of a stack. Uh, if you have to one off it, I'd probably go cheaper at shortstop. But those are great pieces of stacks. Uh, Correa, Lindor, Bichette. Phenomenal place today. But make it part of stacks. Like If, if you're going to one-off, I'd rather one-off like Glaber Torres at 50, uh, 48. I'd prefer to stack the Yankees, but Glaber Torres at 48. I'd rather one-off for a little cheaper than those guys up top. Uh, cheaper down, though, you got Jorge Polanco switch hitting versus Gonzalez. Didi Gregorius, 41. Didi at 41 is a great one-off. Seven points yesterday, 20 the day before. Uh, good one-off stuff there at 4,100 against Dylan Bundy. Uh, Manny Machado at 4K again. Talked about him. Josh Rojas, don't forget him with Arizona at 3,600 if you're looking for savings. And William Adamas at 34, our usual cheapie that we're, we're targeting for the Rays. Outfield, uh, you got Jordan Alvarez, you got Christian Yellick, all great plays there. Marte, uh, Springer at 51, hit an absolute moonshot in game one yesterday. That's a big boy play too. You got Dyson Peralta in Coors. So outside of Coors, I really like that uh, Springer play at 51. That's a good good value on that one. When you drop below 5K, Trey Boo Boo at 49. Don't forget him and his matchup there. Uh, Max Kepler hits lefties just fine. He's 48 versus Geo. Don't forget about him. Mike Talkman at only 47 versus Bundy. That's a great price point in that matchup. Eddie Rosario at 46 versus Gio. He can hit lefties too. That's a great price point. Eddie's averaging over 10 in his last 10. He had 14 yesterday. 14, 14, 0, 14, 4, 12, 19, 5, 10, 10. He's really swinging it well of late. Uh, I love Eddie Rosario again today. I liked him a lot yesterday. $4,600 today. Big upside in that matchup. Uh, Cam Maben at 45 for some savings. Juan Soto against Trevor Bauer. Bauer does give up a lot of loud contact. Soto's averaging 12.5 over his last 10. 14-6, 32-29 over his last four. Went deep last night. Don't sleep on Soto at 45. Uh, I mentioned Danny Santana already. Uh, Adam Jones, if he cracks the Arizona lineup, is only 44 against Freeland and Coors. That's a good price point for you there. Uh, Willie Calhoun at 42 versus Reed Foley's got some appeal uh, in his matchup. Yastrzemski versus Bailey at 42 in a day game. I don't mind that. Oscar Mercado at 41 versus Johnson has a little upside for you as well. When you're sliding down to 4K and below, like a Shinsu Chu, it's only 3,900. You can go that direction. Randall Gritchick at 38 is a great play. Gritchick's been on fire. I've been talking about him a lot on quick hits lately. Went deep again yesterday, averaging 12 over his last 10 games. 17-32, couple zeros, 16 16-10, Really getting it done over his last 10 games with four home runs over that stretch. Hitting a whopping 350. So keep an eye on Randall Gritchick and only 3,800. Solid savings for you there. Teoscar Hernandez at 37. Great savings as well. Fran Mill Reyes is a phenomenal play against Brian Johnson. The Franimal's heating up 18 and 21 in his last two games. He's homeward in back to back games. Now he has his easiest matchup. Yesterday he had, he had Erod, Dave, or yesterday he had Sale day before Erod. He didn't take Sale deep. He took a reliever deep. But still, this is his easiest matchup. Brian Johnson, 3,700. Great spot for the Franimal in today's action. Other than that, there's, there's, there'll be more down there when you check uh, check lineups later. So go check that out, and uh, we'll get going on the six-game slate. But recapping your pitching on the nine-game real quick, you got up top Strasburg, Miley, Bauer. I'm a big fan of Miley today. Then down below, Quantrill and uh, Bailey. Quantrill really solid as well. All right, let's get in 
to the six-game slate. Before we do so, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. It would help the podcast out a ton. All right, six-game slate. Weather-wise on this six-gamer, you got Cubs-Phillies, about 20% chances of rain. Mets-Atlanta is going to be a little warmer than average, so keep an eye on that one. And when you're looking at totals, you got uh, Cubs-Phillies, 9 Dodgers, Marlins, 8. Mariners, Tigers, 10. Mets, Braves, 10. Pirates, Angels, 9.5. Cardinals, Royals, 10. So 9.5 or more on 4 of the 6 games. uh, 9 or more on 5 of 6. Your top prize pitcher today, Clayton Kershaw. At 11.8, he was supposed to pitch yesterday. Dustin May came in. Dustin May became chalked. Dustin May became great chalk all over him yesterday. If you were in the chats, that was an easy one. But Kershaw's been outstanding, averaging 24 over his last 10 33, 17, 28, 32, 26, 28. He's been absolutely amazing. Gets the Miami Marlins team and strikes out over 25% of the time. First left-handed pitching. I don't have to go too deep into it, but Kershaw, phenomenal play on tonight's slate. If you want to pivot off of Kershaw and pay up, the only other guy 10K and above is Aaron Nola, who's in a very good spot at home this year at ERA just above three, averaging 21 points per game at home. He's faced the Cubs once this year, got 17 DK points. Uh, recent home starts, 35 against White Sox, 21 against Atlanta, hiccup against the Dodgers, 24 against Washington, 34 against the Mets. Aaron Nola has been outstanding. Gets a Cubs team with strikes out about 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Nola, 27% K rate, 49% ground ball rate. So lots to like there. And you got a Cubs team with a 4.4 team total. Lefties, 287. Righty's 309. We know the Cubs can run into some, so it's not like a lockdown play. Kershaw's more of a lockdown play. But if you want to save $1,600 with some upside, Aaron Nola at, t- at 10-2. Very, very live in this game. Uh, mid-tier pricing. Marco Gonzalez, 8700 at the Dodgers, or at the Tigers, sorry. Marco's been pretty good of late, averaging 17 over his last 10. Recent starts, 23 against Tampa. Got beat up at Houston. We'll let that one slide. 30 against Detroit. 20 against Texas, at Oakland 6, Oakland 26, at Houston, at Milwaukee 15, Kansas City 21, at Oakland 19. He's been pretty darn good of late. Facing a Tigers team that strikes out almost 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching. That is redonkulous. That is quite the total, folks. Twenty Near 27% K rate versus left-handed pitching. Um, they have a team total of 4.75 lefties, 345 righties, 306 versus Marcos. So some nice reverse splits there. And Detroit's got a 297 Woba and a 145 ISO versus lefties. I've been starting to like the lefties, or the Tigers a little more these days. I still think they're contrarian tonight because they're young bats and have nothing to lose and they have that complete DGAF attitude. But Marco at 87 on a slate like this, very nice upside play in his matchup. The other option in the 7 and 8K range here, Brad Keller, 7500 bucks at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals will probably go off tonight as I was all in on them yesterday and Glenn Sparkman, of all people, shut them down. But Keller's been really, really good of late. A 3-5 ERA at home, averaging almost 17 points at home. He's faced the Cardinals once this year. Seven innings, two earned, three Ks for 17 points. Since the All-Star break, he's made a hell of a change to his pitch mix and been very, very productive uh, on the mound. Facing this Cardinals team that strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching, Keller's got an over 50% ground ball rate, which is outstanding. Uh, St. Louis, a 5.13 team total. Lefties, 341. Righty's 326. When you look at St. Louis, only a 310 Woba and a 166 ISO, which are not great at all. So there is serious upside there with Keller. I have Marco Gonzalez 1, Keller 2 in the 7 and 8K range. Now when you drop below 7K, 
It's ugly. There's one guy I really like and another guy that's an option. If you want to get weird, Dallas Keuchel, 68. I think the Mets could pound him in. At the same time, Keuchel's been great at home. An ERA below 3, averaging 20 points per game at home with the Braves. On the road, an ERA over 6. So he's really liking his home starts. 15 against Cincinnati, 30.5 against Kansas City, 21 against Miami, 14 against Philly. He's $6,800 on a small slate facing a Mets team that strikes out uh, 20.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Keuchel's got a 58% ground ball rate to go with his 18% K rate. Uh, the New York Mets have a team total of 4.7. Lefty's 285, righty's 358. Super risky play, only if you really want to go for it, but uh, it's an option nonetheless. The guy I like a little more down here is Dylan Peters of the Los Angeles Angels at 6,300 against the Pirates. The Pirates' bats have been white hot, so be careful. But Dylan Peters has been very good of late uh, since his last call-up to the starting rotation. He's got 20 and 17, a 4, and then a 20 in his last four starts since his recall. His recall has been very good. Five or more innings in three of those four. He hasn't given up more than three earned in any of those starts. Uh, eight and five Ks in his last two. He's been very, very effective. He can go over 100 pitches. Uh, again, the Pirates, they've been playing very, very well of late. So be careful. Buyer beware. But at the same time, they strike out 18% of the time versus lefties. Peters, 29% K rate, 42% ground ball rate. And you got a Pirates team... Do, do, do. With a 4.5 team total, lefties 340, righties 354. But they're one of the worst in baseballs versus lefty. A 299 Wola, 146 ISO. And they've got it done the first two nights against lefties, so maybe the third time is a charm. But Peters, only 6,300 bucks, has serious upside in his matchup. So I got Peters 1, Keiko 2. Recapping the pitching up top, Kershaw, Nola. In the middle, Gonzalez, Keller. Down below, Peters, Keiko. So lots to go with. On a six-game slate. Let's check out the bats and get you out of here. Uh, Will Smith, double-donged last night. 4,600 tonight is in play if you need him. But I'd, I'd rather drop 100 if you're going to pay up to Wilson Ramos at 45 versus Keiko. Ramos is destroying lefties this year. That's where I'd be going if you're choosing to pick on them. Otherwise, you slide on down to guys like uh, Vic Caratini at 36 versus Nolan if you want to get super contrarian. But Jake Rogers at 35 versus... Uh, uh, Marco Gonzalez, very good play. Rodgers, 18 points last night. 18-0-14 in his last three. The kid's got some pop for the Tigers. Don't mind him at all at 35. I also uh, I don't mind Yadier at 34 if you need to go there. But uh, Stallings of Pittsburgh is up to 33 versus Peters. He's in play. John Hicks is my usual punt. He's 31. He went deep yesterday. He's averaging 9 over his last 10. 17-0-19 in his last three. Hicks at 31 would be my cheapie that I'd be targeting on this slate. First base, uh, Freeman's always in play, but Pete Alonso at 55 versus Keuchel is very, very enticing. Josh Bell is homered in three straight games, now four homers in three games. He's 5K, very much alive there. And if you're stacking Pittsburgh, Jose Osuna averaging eight over his last 10. First base, third base eligible, put up a 14 spot last night. He's a nice piece of a stack going up against the lefty Peters. Uh, you got Aaron, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Anthony Rizzo in a GPP, but... Dan Vogelbach, he's been a little quiet of late, only averaging four points over his last 10. But he's $4,300 today against the one, the only, Edwin Jackson. Seattle's got a 5.25 team total. Lefty's 378, righty's 473. Uh, Seattle popped off last night. Uh, we got uh, Vogie at 43. Worth a look for you there. Goldschmidt's 43 as well. Uh, both GPP relevant in their matchups. When you slide on down, if Matt Beattie cracks the lineup at 41, 
He put up a big 30 points last night, which is banana lands, but GPP relevant at that price point for a Dodgers team that has a 5.1 team total. Lefty's 334, righty's 255 off Eliezer Hernandez. If you're going GPP hunting, Brandon Dixon's 4K against Marco Gonzalez. Uh, you can look that direction. Chester Cuthbert against, for Kansas City against Dakota Hudson at 38. Uh, you want lefties for the most part versus Hudson as the Royals have a 4.9 team total. Lefties 396, righties 313. At the same time, I'm all good with whatever stack you want to put together because Hudson pitches to a ton of contact. He doesn't strike guys out. So if they're smoking them, they're smoking them. So Chester at 38, if you're stacking the Royals, very much in play. If you're looking to punt, Miguel Cabrera is only 36 versus Marco Gonzalez. Miguel's averaging 9.5 over his last 10. Put up a 9 spot last night in their matchup, so he's another punt option for you as well. Heading over to second base, you got Ozzy Albies at 52. Loves him. Some lefties don't sleep on that one. Like Whit Merrifield at 5K is not a bad play. Uh, Tommy Edmond of St. Louis at 42. Very much worth a look as well in that matchup. And then Colton Wong at 37. Cesar Hernandez at 36. If you're looking to punt, you can go down to players like that. But uh, Albies, Merrifield, Edmond, kind of the top three at the position tonight. Third base, Hunter Dozier at 51 is a great play. We know Dozier's power versus righties. It's a really, really good spot there. And then J.D. Davis at 49, third base outfield eligible. is a good GPP play as well. Davis averaging 11 over his last 10. 5-5, Really getting the done. His stat cast numbers jump off the page. So good play there at 49. Josh Donaldson at 47 versus Mats. Nice contrarian play as well. Uh, Tommy Edmonds at 42. You could go there. Brian Anderson in a GPP versus Kershaw. I don't hate it. I'd rather go to Kyle Seager coming off a triple dong at 4K versus Edwin Jackson. We've been on Seager for a little while now. Good to see it paying off. You got Chesler Cuthbert at 38. Good look for you there as well. Shortstop, Javi Baez at 51. GPP only. Like Ahmed Rosario at 43. Hits lefties well. Good spot there versus Keuchel. Good value in that matchup. You got Corey Seager at 41. Paul DeYoung at 41. Both GPP type plays. Uh, Gene Segura versus Cole Hamels is interesting at 39. But as you slide on down some more, you got the likes of uh, not much. Not much when it comes to punts. I'll be totally honest with you. It's pretty bleak. Maybe uh, I don't mind Jordy Mercer at 31 if you want to go full YOLO. He's actually been playing okay of late. But that's about it down there. And then heading to the outfield, you got Ronald Acuna. Great play versus Steven Metz. Phenomenal play. Belly Bomb's pretty good play. Mike Trout versus Chris Archer is very solid as well. I don't, if you're not using Dylan Peters, Starling Marte at 52 is very solid. Um, put up 11 last night, 20 the night before. Super underappreciated player. Jorge Soler is a phenomenal play against Hudson. No one's going to pay 51 for Soler. Average number 17 is last 10, 7, 43, 23, 17, 6, 36. He's a great play versus Dakota Hudson at 51. The Royals are priced up. So they're going to be so low owned today. It makes me want to play them so bad because on a six game slate, they have the upside. And no one's going to play them at that price point. That's going to be real interesting here. Whip Merrifield at 5K. J.D. Davis at 49. Both options for you there. Uh, Brian Reynolds versus Peters at 48. If you need to go there, you definitely can. Reynolds went deep again last night. 28-14-21 in his last three. The dude's hitting 338 on the year. Something special with him. Marcelo Zuna let everyone down last night. He's 48. He's in play as well. Uh, when you go cheaper at the position, you can go GPP with Schwarber or go Lane Thomas of St. Louis at 4,300. Someone to keep an eye on there. Uh, Shohei Otani at only 43 is a good look there versus Chris Archer. AJ Pollock at 42. Nick Castellanos at 42 in a GPP. 
mentioned BD already. If you are stacking Kansas City, Alex Gordon's kind of been the quiet man there. He's only averaging three over his last 10, but he's 4K tonight if you need to get weird. Cole Calhoun at 4K is a good look as well. Um, other than that, Justin Upton, 38. Travis Dimmerite at only 37 for Detroit is a guy who put up another 15 points last night. GPP relevant for value at 3,700. Hopefully this man makes the lineup tonight. Randy Orozarena. I probably butchered that. Cuban outfielder. St. Louis Cardinals got called up. Massive power. Massive, massive power in the minors. Just got called up two days ago. Hopefully he cracks the lineup. Keep an eye on him. He's only 3,700 against Brad Keller. That could be a fun one there. Then other than that, you know, you got Johan Camargo. You got a couple other guys down here. But check lineups. See what comes out for value. But there are a few options on this lovely slate. So recapping your pitching on this slate. Kershaw, Nola up top. Marco Gonzalez, Keller in the middle. Peters, Keichel down below. Uh, when you're stacking it up on the early slate, talked about that earlier. You got Coors in play. Houston's a phenomenal spot. The Yankees, of course. And they give me all the Toronto Blue Jays. All of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, on the late slate, though, uh, the Braves versus Mats is interesting. I like Seattle versus Edwin quite a bit. And I think Kansas City versus Dakota Hudson can be sneaky good. But everyone's pretty much in play because there's only one total below nine. So you can mix and match, play home run derby, do whatever you have, or join us in the chats, and we'll help you out there. BVP on this day, the entire day slate. Judge has taken Dylan Bundy deep three times. Brett Gardner, eight for 26 with three doubles in his matchup. Renato Nunez, 8 for 16, double and four home runs against Hap. I mentioned some of these guys. Hanser Alberto, 6 for 10, two doubles and a homer. Trey Mancini, 9 for 27, two doubles and three homers. Not bad BVP against one J.A. Hap. Tim Anderson, 4 for 6 versus Miley. John Jay, 5 for 10. Beef Wellington, 5 for 10 with a homer off of Miley. Um, Mike Moustakis, 11 for 35, three doubles and a homer off Kyle Gibson. That's not horrible. Charlie Blackman, 20 for 45, a double, triple, five home runs off Robbie Ray. Ian Desmond, 7 for 23, doubles, two homers. Arenado, 14 for 45, doubles, a triple, and three homers. Tapia, Murphy, Story have all taken Ray deep. Story, 7 for 25, two homers. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Nick Ahmed, 6 for 17, three doubles and a homer. I forgot to mention Ahmed. I played Ahmed the last two nights. He crushes lefties. He's a very good value in Coors. I totally missed that one. Very, very good value in Coors. But Carson Kelly, Christian Walker, Cattell Marte, David Peralta have all taken Freeland deep. That's going to be a fireworks day. Scooter Jeanette's 9 for 26 with three doubles off of Homer Bailey, and he's really cheap if you want some savings at second. And he's hitting the ball very well. So it's coming over to the Giants very, very well. Joey Votto, 6 for 18, two homers off Steven Strasburg. Something to keep in mind there. Riamuto, 4 for 11, two doubles off Cole Hamels. Rizzo, 4 for 9, two homers off of Nola. Uh, we got... Tom Murphy, Domingo Santana, both taking Edwin deep, blah, blah, blah. we got some interesting BVP today, though. That's good. Freddie Freeman, 7 for 22, two doubles and a homer off Stephen Matz. Albert Pujols, 6 for 18 with a homer off Archer. And that'll do it for your BVP, but quite a bit to look at there. So that is pretty solid stuff. Again, get ready for this Wednesday of action. Got a nine-game early, six-game main slate. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions, check me out there. Come join the Fantasy Sports DGen Slack chat or join the TQE Member Discord by joining the Quantage.com. Get the NFL package for $149.99. Promo code Bubba. You can see the rest of MLB for free. Uh, check out the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing this week's BMW Championship with myself and Jesse. Get your DraftKings lineups ready. Got benched with Bubba episode 200. Bubba and the Bat Flip 
edition for breaking down the recent fantasy baseball news and players with Batflip Crazy. And then I recorded episode 201 last night with Chris Meany of The Athletic previewing the wide receiver position for fantasy football. So go check it all out. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Wednesday, August 14th edition. I'm out. Thank you.